Good morning. Uh, welcome to the weekly devotion. My name is Mike Holman, and uh, I'm an elder here at the uh, House of Prayer. And the subject I wanted to talk to you about is one that we're all very familiar with. And it's the, the statement, the declaration, we might call it an affirmation, or even a praise that we start each and every worship service with. And it's that saying, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. And you know, I don't know about you, but when I hear that statement, the first thing that comes to my mind is maybe how God has been a blessing to me this week, or something that God has blessed me with or delivered me from. Maybe it was a financial burden that I had at one time, or my own salvation when I was 27 years old or one of the prayers that were answered about my grandchildren. But it's just a great way to start the church service is declaring that God is good and then bringing into remembrance how He has interacted with each and every one of us. Now, when we make that statement, there's three truths that I want to uh, share with you this morning. And the first truth is when we say that God is good, we're talking about His very being. You know, we might say that, um, you know, we had a good time at a party. Or we might say that that restaurant was really good. I enjoyed the food. Um, you know, we could take it to another level and say that uh, oh, Pastor Jeff is really a good guy. But when we ascribe goodness to God, that is the ultimate that is the ultimate affirmation. And He is good all the time. When I think about God being good, I thought about four or five characteristics. And the first characteristic I thought about is He's holy. He's a holy God. And, and first, and I wrote a couple notes down here. In John, the first chapter, it says, God is light. There is no, he is, there is no darkness in him. Revelations 4.8 says this, each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with uh, and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. His holiness alone would cause him to be a good God. But not only is he holy, but he's a loving God. In 1 John 4, 8, it said, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And God wanted us to understand how much he loved us when he sent Jesus. In that, the Bible says that in while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He proved his love for us in the ultimate way of giving his one and only son to be a sacrifice for our sins. That would certainly make God good. So God is not only holy, but he's a loving God. But here's the part I really like. He's a merciful God. Nehemiah 9, 31b uh, says, For you are gracious and a merciful God. I, I sure like what Psalms 23 says when it says, His goodness and His mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And that certainly makes Him a good God. 
He's faithful. When I was asked my Sunday school teacher, Larry Schreiner, I said, Larry, I was going to talk on God's goodness. When I say that God is good, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? You know what Larry said? He said, Mike, he's faithful. And when I think about that, and I think of remembrance of God, I think of all the times in my life that he's been faithful. When my granddaughter had leukemia when she was three years old, God was faithful to see her through. Through all the difficulties, all, all the ups and downs, he's a God that's faithful. He's a God that can, can be counted on. Not uh, last but not least, he's long-suffering. Aren't you glad he's a patient God? Aren't you glad he's patient with you? I sure. You know, it, it says this. In uh, 2 Peter 3.9, it says, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Boy, I thank God that he's long-suffering, he's patient. I know I certainly need his patience, and I'm glad he's a patient God. So those are just some of the things. I'm sure if we were sitting here and you were giving me input, you could add a lot more list to these characteristics. But God is good because in his very being, he's holy, he's loving, he's merciful, he's long-suffering, and he's faithful. But not only that, God is, that's all God is in his, in his character, but he's also good because of what he has done for us. and doing for us. Think about this. God created us in his own image. He redeemed us from the curse of the law. That's Galatians 3.13. He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his will and pleasure. You know, when you think about what God has done for us, and why he's done it. He created us in his image. He, he took the curse that was upon us and put it on himself. He took the, the curse from the law away from us. And he adopted us as sons and daughters in his family. We had to ask why. And the reason why is because he wanted, he wanted us to have a relationship with him. Can you imagine that? The God of this universe creating us relieving us from the curse of the law and adopting us into his own family because he wanted a relationship with us. That's what he's done, but what is he doing? Well, in Romans 8, 29, it says, For those he foreknew, he also predestined us to be conformed to the likeness of his Son. And listen to, to what uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, I know you know, all know this verse. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So listen, God took care of our past and our sins so that we can have a relationship and adopt us in our family. But you know what he's doing now? He's, he's conforming us to the likeness of his son. He's working in each and every one of our hearts and lives to make us more like himself. Wow, that would certainly make him good. But you know, you ask, is there more? Yes, there's more. And this part is something we have to look forward to, and that's the future. Listen to this. 
These are Jesus' words in John 14, 2 through 4. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me, be with me, so that you may be where I am. I love this verse here, and it's 1 Corinthians 2.9. It says this, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Listen, he took care of our past, he's working in our present, and he's giving us a wonderful future to look forward to. Good news, isn't it? He's a good God. Now, what should we do with all this good news? That's a, that's a question and it's a challenge. And I believe Matthew 5.16 answers this. In the same way, let your light shine before men that may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. We are to take this good news and share it with the world. I want to uh, just tell you about a little uh, thing I read in the Daily Bread many years ago that I've never forgotten. And it's, uh, it was just a, um, a statement about a man who was walking on the seashore. And every now and then, he would pick, pick up something and throw it into the water. There was another man walking in his direction. And what he noticed is that there was thousands and thousands of starfish that had been washed up on the beach. And he realized that this man was taking them and throwing them back in the water. So he walked up to the man and he said, Sir, there's thousands and thousands of these starfish. Do you think you can really make a difference? And the man looked right at him, bent down, grabbed one of the starfish, threw it back in the ocean, and he said, I made a difference in that one. You know, you just never know what one encounter will mean in a life. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, you are good and you are good all the time. Thank you that uh, we are reminded of that each and every week in a service. And we are reminded how good you are, Lord, and, and how good you are to us. Lord, I pray that you would write these truths on each one of our hearts, that Lord, when, we, uh, when we're in the valley, Lord, we're at our low point that we'll remember the goodness of God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for Jesus. And it's in his name I pray. Amen.